Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So I had to ask myself this morning, before I even read the readings, God, why am I here? Right here, right now. (laughs) Be careful what you ask for. (laughs) So I started meditating. And I started reflecting on different times of the world, different cultures, different challenges with good and evil and faith and no faith. And I had to really kind of look at, okay, I live for God. God is the audience of one for me. But I also live in the world. I'm not of the world. I'm in the world. And I looked at my journey from the days seven years ago and up until that day where all I did was live of the world and in the world, but of and for myself. All I cared about was money. All I cared about was prestige and status. I cared about my physical body according to what this world said I should look like. I cared about how I was perceived by other people in terms of my career, in terms of my house, my car. I was so of the world. The world was my mirror. And that was how I lived my life. Seeking pleasure. Me, myself, and I was my trinity. And then when I had that miraculous experience in confession after being away for 26 years... That was God who I think just lit me on fire, an inquisitive mind. So for 42, 43 years, I didn't much question anything. I didn't watch the news. I wasn't involved in politics. As long as I was making my money and buying my stuff and focusing on me and partying and, you know, seeking all the pleasures that I wanted to do when I wanted to do them. I was good with life. I never really questioned anything until the faith got me, right? Until Jesus touched my heart and my soul and gave me this incredible supernatural experience as a gift in confession. And that was when I said, okay, I got to find out what is going on with this Catholic faith because quite frankly, I don't want to be Catholic. I don't want to change my life. I don't want to get up and go to mass. Mass is so boring. What is the point of Jesus? Didn't even know who Jesus was. Didn't know why Jesus died for us. But 
the spirit sparked a fire in me and I just kept researching and learning and challenging myself every time I came to a teaching where I was like, are you kidding me? Why wouldn't I sleep with someone before I get married? Why do I care if someone is attracted to the same sex? Why should I get off of birth control? I don't have a problem if someone aborts a child. I mean, geez, it's their body, their life. Thank you, God, for not having me make that call. Over and over again did God put these situations, these freedoms, these lights into my life that I had to think and challenge myself. And then once I understood the faith, challenged myself, and realized, oh, I see why he's telling us that this is the way to live, but how am I going to change? And then I realized that I don't change. All of my transformation has come from the grace of God. And then I wanted to know God more. And then I got really focused on my inner life, my spiritual development, my, my relationship with God, my prayer life through my spiritual director. Then I started reading spiritual books, saints, ways to get me closer to God, ways to meditate and hear God's voice, how to discern God's voice in my life, and then realize this is a spiritual battle. It's a daily fight for my soul. This was all about me, my faith, my soul, my understanding, my relationship with God, my experience with evil, and there has been physical and spiritual experiences with evil, my understanding of the weapons, of the battle, of the discernment, of the fight, my continuous striving for virtue, for being a saint, for rooting out these vices in my life, all bringing me up until the last, I don't know, month maybe? COVID-19 comes, the world changes, my focus is on my spiritual life and developing a deeper relationship with him even more, but then I started really looking at the world. I don't want to say that I hid myself from the world. I was certainly understanding what was going on, but nothing as this COVID-19 did things start coming to me. Did I start what I feel enlightening my mind and my heart to what is going on in the world? And then my, I think God had, okay, I'm going to get you all prepared and ready, not only spiritually, but with knowledge and wisdom and understanding and the truth about evil and good and the ability to walk with me every moment as I lead you to truth. To discern, is it coming from God? Is it coming from me? Is it coming from Satan? And I always open my eyes to what comes my way. And I have such an inquisitive mind. I question everything now. And I pray through it. It's a discernment process. It's not a spoon-fed, I turn on one TV channel and I watch that news and only that news. That's not how it works. I'm understanding all perspectives, all sides, and I am coming to conclusions that are frightening, 
yet at the same time, not surprising. Why? Well, then I decided I was going to read the readings, see if there was any kind of correlation (laughs) to today. Now, I used to read the readings the night before so that I can contemplate on them overnight, maybe have God enlighten me with something. So in the morning when I started my prayer, I would be focused on something. That practice hasn't really stuck over these last few months. So when I opened up the readings this morning, it was fresh, brand new. And I read the Alleluia. May the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ enlighten the eyes of our hearts that we may know what is the hope that belongs to his call. Back to my question. Why am I here for now, for this time, going through this stuff? Because it's not easy. But I know all along I have been sharing with everyone the learnings, the experiences the things that we must do to deepen our relationship with God, to become more holy, to change our lives, that we must forgive, we must live love for one another, we must be in unity, we must bring Jesus to the world, we must be disciples. But we can't be disciples if we're not changing our lives, we're not learning what it is to live the faith, and we're not reflecting and being humble enough to learn along the way and surrender ourselves to him. You gotta, it's a big picture and everything's got to be in motion. It's a active relationship. You sanctifying your, you know, your life with God's help is a day by day, moment by moment action. There's action, people. It's exciting. And when you see God's grace, that puts certain vices behind you, it's extraordinary when you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even think about that sin anymore. Or now I'm looking at eating and exercising as such a beautiful thing and to to sacrifice for my love of God, for the reparation of souls, right? I want God to save so many people because that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, praying for the priests and for the church and for the reparation of Mary and all the people who have hurt her immaculate heart. When you've got purpose and meaning behind everything, it seems pretty simple. And then, of course, I read the gospel, where the Pharisees and the Herodians were ready to trick Jesus. It was bringing in the world into his faithful walk. Because that's the reality, friends. (laughs) We live in the world. We can't hide ourselves in our rooms and just shelter with God unless, of course, that's our vocation and we're called to be an intercessory prayer person and to do that in some sort of religious space. We've got to be in the world and we've got to be able to understand what's going on in the world so that we can bring light, enlighten the eyes of not only our hearts, but other hearts. And so lately, that is what God has called me to do. Research, question this disease, question the people behind all of these messages, question authority, quote unquote, 
Remember, I only live for an audience of one, and that's God. So I need to find out who is also aligned to God. Where is this godliness here on this earth? Because there is good and there is evil. And I remember someone had introduced me to something and I'm not going to get too political on this. If you want to know what I'm talking about, send me an email, Kendra at KendraVonesh.com. But someone had talked about something two years ago, never heard of it, looked at the person like they were one of those crazy people. I have no idea who you are or what you're talking about, but that just sounds insane. Like, get away from me. Now, I'm researching that, and I am beyond floored. I am beyond amazed at what is going on in this world. And I feel that God is calling me now to come to the world in a different way, always in the light of faith, but viewing the world through the eyes of truth, of justice, through God, through the faith. And that is why I feel he has brought me here on this planet at this time for such a time as this, so that I can be challenged by people who might want to trip me up, so that I am armed and informed with my truth. And it's not my truth, I should say, the truth that I now possess because he has put in my way information, people, facts that I have turned over in my head, prayed on, asked him, are you leading me to this? Is this of, is this real? Some of it's really hard to believe. And others, once I think about it for a while, it's almost not surprising that this is going on in the world. And I feel that that's where he's taking me now is to bring the truth to the world, bring people's minds back into their heads. So I think about seven years, I've been doing nothing but researching, learning, changing, educating. I've been obtaining this wisdom and this knowledge and all this stuff about how to live in God's will, basically. Not just to do his will, but live in his will every moment to remind myself that he is there and to talk with him, ask him, call on him, listen to him, move and act based on what I feel he's telling me to do so that I can get out there and assess what is really going on in this world, which has been forced on us. We have, we have a lot of things that we should be looking at, a lot of stuff. And how, how are we accepting what's going on in the world? Are we just listening to what the news tells us and accepting that? Or are we questioning everything? Are we using these wonderful tools that we have available to us and siphoning through the different narratives? What one person is saying or one group is saying versus another group. And then diving in even more and diving in even more. Don't believe everything you read, right? The internet is not the, <laughs> the basis of truth. Question why 
Social media is taking down certain things to protect the public. If it's so unbelievable and so not true, why are you removing it? Why, why, why? That, my friends, is what I believe God has me here on this earth. He needed to bring me to a certain place with my faith, with my trust in him, with a discerning spirit and mind in conjunction hand in hand with the Holy Spirit, right? Spirit, guide me, lead me to the truth. And then to figure out ways in which I can challenge and or help others enlighten the eyes of their hearts. May the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ enlighten the eyes of our hearts that we may know what is the hope that belongs to his call. Right now, people might be in the midst of confusion, anger, frustration. They're buying what they're being fed and they're living in fear. If you have an inquisitive mind and are asking, why is Kendra telling me this? Why am I listening to this podcast right now? Why am I scared? What's going on in my life that I'm filled with anxiety and I'm filled with anger and I'm filled with division? If it's division, it's not of God. If it's a fear and anger, it's not of God. Unity coming together. There are videos out there of police officers hugging people. There are conversations of people going down that just want to unify. There are videos of people that are taking, cars are rolling up and they are handing bricks to people. And one woman had him on the, on the video saying, what are you doing handing me this brick? Who are you? All of the sudden, stacks of bricks show up around these quote-unquote construction sites. By the way, there's no construction going on anywhere. But then they come and they tear them down. The best thing are people who are posting these, who are putting these videos out on the internet. Some of them are getting wiped down. Other people are pulling them back up and reposting them. It's a constant battle of trying to get questions out there. What is happening here? You've heard President Trump, the Attorney General, say that Antifa or Antifa, a radical left group, is out there starting these riots. And other people are joining in. It's not 100% them. There's no question. You've seen them coming out of the buildings in plain clothes, you know, people that certainly don't look like they're rioters. But there are plenty of documents documented situations of unity, of love, why would some of the media be saying, keep doing this? Why would some Hollywood people be funding the, uh, the uh, what do they call it when you post bail, right? They're funding the bail so that these anarchists can get back out there and cause more disturbance. Why? What would be the root cause about that? Does this go back to the presidency? What is happening? Wow, you sure haven't seen anything of COVID-19. And why is President Trump standing back and allowing the states 
to defend their own people because they are responsible for their states. He is, I think, is trying to show people, does your state government protect you? States have called down police officers. Don't worry, stand down. Let this go down. A lot of these are the same states that are being attacked, who are the states that wanted to continue with lockdown. You have to look at what, at the big picture too. What is the platform? Is there evil in the platform? Are they fighting for life or are they fighting for death? Right? Abortion, birth control. Are they fighting for the family and the, and the, way that Jesus and God established a family with a mother and a father and having a lot of children and raising little Christs? Or are they trying to tear down the family? Change marriage. Stop having children with the selfish lifestyle and, and birth control. I mean, you just have to take a step back and it does in some cases reside and lie in politics and it's not all political not everyone's evil on one side or the other and not everyone's good on one side or the other this is why it's so important to do your research and if you want any information or you want me to turn you on to a couple of things that I've been turned on to Send me an email, Kendra at KendraVonEsch.com. Happy to send you some information. And it's daily. There are daily updates. Stuff is going on daily. So you can choose to put your head in the sand, believe what you've always believed, or be spoon-fed what you've always believed. Or you can challenge everything. And I'm not saying it's one side or the other side. It's individuals, and it's exciting when you have your eyes opened, when you are finally awakened. It's like when God graces you with the gift of faith. It's exciting. Oh my gosh, thank you, God, for opening my mind and my heart. And he is supposed to open our minds and our hearts to the world to the evil in the world, and to the good in the world. I firmly believe this is only the beginning. So if you don't have that firm relationship with God, that peace that is not disturbed, diving into this stuff can be dangerous. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. You can get sucked in and you will be spun into, uh, you know, your head just circling around and around and oh my gosh, this is crazy. This can't be true. You get into this cognitive dissonance resistance of what you are reading, what you are learning about and what you need to discern is the truth or not. And if you don't have that firm root in God, it's going to be hard. So I'm just asking you that you need to, to have everything tied back to the Lord, tied back to the Bible and the gospel That is the truth. And God, if you ask him, will lead you to the truth. And it might be difficult to swallow. But when you get it in, just like the Bible said, it will be sweet 
as honey, but it might be bitter to the stomach because you'll say, okay, thank you, Lord, for, for showing me the truth. But now I see evil everywhere. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. And that is where we have to dive back into prayer, dive into fasting. We have the ability through our faith to mitigate some of the chastisement, some of the things that are going to be coming down the pipe for us. I truly believe we are going to be experiencing things that have never been experienced by any other generation since Jesus walked the earth. And that is exciting, a little bit scary because of the unknown, but that is where I'm so grateful to God for bringing me to the point of living day by day, moment by moment, pulling myself out of the future and bringing myself into this moment right where he is. He has me right where he wants me. I just need to re remind myself of that and walk hand in hand. Mary, take my left. Holy Spirit, take my right. And lead me to what you want me to share with the world. He's given me this beautiful blessing of a mouth and all of the, <laughs> you may be sick of the mouth, but and all of the experiences, both faith-based and worldly, that I believe he's wanting me to talk about the world, evil and good, and what might be going on. So hold tight. It's not going to be a political thing every, every time, no question. But the world is here. How can I not talk about what's going on? But I always, always will have it based in faith. Yesterday was all about praying because God is the one that's going to help us through this. God is the only way we are going to get through this with peace, love, unity, right? Caring and loving thy neighbor as thyself through these days is going to be more than challenging. And why we need to have that first commandment centered in our lives, God everywhere, every moment, every single day. We have to put on Jesus's armor, grab Mary and ask her to wrap her blue mantle around us. Ask St. Joseph, the terror of demons, the Holy Family to circle around us, protect us and our family. Now is the time. I'm going to leave you with one more thing. This is a long one. But I remember the other day I had, I had told my husband, honey, uh, you know, I, I know you don't have time to be researching this stuff, but I'm telling you, these riots are being caused by an organization. People are funding this to happen. Other people are participating, no question. But it's originating from, I think, this group called Antifa. And he looked at me and he said, dude, you're crazy. And I said, yeah, okay. Well, guess what? The following day, the attorney general came on TV and said, we believe that this is Antifa. So as my husband watched that, he looked at me and he goes, well, it's good to see that you're coming down to earth and living in the world. And if you don't think that that comment has been just marinating in me it has like okay now I've got to bring God into the world show the evil and the good 
in terms that people on this planet who may not be filled with faith can really understand. It's been a it's been a crazy couple of days, let me just tell you. But I feel that that's why I am here and you are too. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe you think I am smoking something. Oh, she's back to smoking that pot. We got a problem here. No, that's not happening. As a matter of fact, I couldn't be more clear-headed. <laughs> There's nothing chemically outside of my uh, uh, allergy pills that are in this body right now. I don't have the fuzzy mind of drinking too much. I mean, I'm telling you, these last couple of weeks have been beautiful, beautiful. And when I drink too much, I'm just talking about that extra one or two glasses that just make you a little bit groggy the next day, but you're not hungover, not drunk, but you certainly didn't have all of your senses going on all cylinders. I don't know. It's a crazy day, crazy time, but God's got us here for a reason. And he wants you to think. Put on your critical thinking cap. Open your eyes to realities that you've never thought of before. Talk to people, look up things that you've never discussed before. Get your head out of the sand. Live of Live in the world, don't be of the world, and ask God to lead you to the truth. All right, everyone. Sorry, it's a long one, but so important. I will pray for you all. I will pray for the world. Please join me and continue to pray. Honestly, offer up a decade of your rosary to the peace. Pray to Mary, Queen of Peace, to come down and protect us from this evil. Again, like I said, I don't think this is going away anytime soon. So it will be one thing after another, after another. And I truly believe it's all going to be tied to the election. Right now, it's extremely political. So we have a long way to go. Continue to pray, continue to love, continue to research, continue to think. I love you. <laughs> have a blessed and inspired day.